0: Welcome to anything but routine presented by Just for Kicks. This podcast covers everything and anything dance. Stay up to date with the podcast by hitting the subscribe button. You, can be anything you, want. you can be everything you choose not
1: Well hi everybody. Um so this call today is kind of self-evaluation and Marnie and, I, Marnie and I were talking about what a great time to kind of, and I, I bet you've been doing it anyway because I've been kind of introspective with COVID. You have way more time to think about yourself and think about what you're doing and how you're doing it. And um, we will, after this, follow it up with like a little worksheet or something that you can do if that would be helpful or a report card. I think when we're talking about rating ourselves, um, well, the first thing I want to say is let's use summer this year, you know? So say you have a full-time job, say you coach outside of, like I coach, you know, and I know I'm going to get nuts during October, November, December, February. So I know that. So going in, I need to be proactive and have my, like Allie would say from the movie Bridesmaids, get your together, Carol, you know, (laughs) have you heard that line? So- I know that I need to get ahead in the summer so if you are an overly busy person how can you set yourself up for success it might be longer hours if you know I was talking to I did a podcast today with a four studio owners from every coast so we had somebody from South Carolina Texas Chicago that's not really a coast Pennsylvania but it was all these different people so and and One of the ladies said when COVID hit, she owns a studio, she has nine employees at the studio, nine teachers, nine different head instructors. She said, I stayed up until three in the morning to get ready for what they were going to do. And I was like, that's what leaders do. So I guess that would be my takeaway from that meeting today is, you know, we always have that mentality, whatever it takes. And as the lead person for your community, we hope everyone adopts that kind of a no, ex, no excuses, whatever it takes. And, you know, so that's the one thing I would love you to evaluate yourself on. Are you a whatever it takes to get the job done? Like Stacy and I have a little mantra in the office, failure's not an option. We've said that for years, failure is not an option. You have to figure out a way to make yourself successful. So I felt more excited to go to that class because I was bringing something new to the table. So I think the more that you can prep, but I sat and made all my playlists at one time when I was going to do those six weeks. So I made my beach one. I made my pajama one. I made my princess one, whatever. And then I kind of rolled into them and it made it so much more fun. So I think that is one important to really think, think about is if you prep for classes and know that if you get busy in the year, do it in the summer, you know, and it's hard if you're, most people are like procrastinators, they wait until the 11th hour, you gotta make yourself do it. I went to this seminar on the weekend virtually, one of the things one of her speakers said that day that kinda spoke to me was, if you're gonna be at like whatever it takes, an all in person, start to be an overachiever, and if you say you're gonna, like let's say your goal was to um, return six phone calls, return seven. Do one more of anything you said. If you were going to do so many sit-ups and you said you were going to do a hundred, do 101 or 110. And she, the, it wasn't her that was saying this. It was one of the other speakers, but he said, you will start getting the mentality that you are an over-deliverer and you over-achieve things. And it just becomes the way you do your life and your work. And that that was, it
2: really spoke to me. If you can do one more thing, And just one really quick thing about that, too, that I want to add is that, you know, like Cindy was saying, we all have evenings where, um, or nights where we didn't prep and we're just flying in, you know, because of something that happened that day or that week. Um, But what we want you to evaluate yourself on is if it's something that you do every week. Is it something that you do every month? Do you get through your year and all of a sudden look at it and go, oh, Um, where did that go? I was going to prep for that. Um, Or do, you know, looking on, on, you know, after your night is over, are you able to sit down and actually evaluate your night and, um, you know, and do a follow-up? Because we know, you know, it's really important to do follow-up of your night, how it went, what you have to, you know, um, get caught up on or check in on a parent, that kind of thing. Are you able to do that as well?
1: If you're one, your reputation precedes you on a lot of things. So, um, you know, my AD told me yesterday, he goes, I've loved working with you. You're probably one of the busiest coaches. But when I send out a Google Doc, you're the first one to get it in, the first one to answer it. And I know you're the busiest. And I said, well, it's because if I don't do it, I'm going to forget. And on the flip side, I know what it's like to be
2: waiting for people to get their stuff in, right? And you guys do too. You know, those parents that you always wait on. And I think so much of it, because most of us are overachievers, just writing it down is going to help you a ton because it's going to be at the forefront of your brain. Um, You know, and I think I wrote this down because I feel like it was really important that I just really want you to be honest with yourself in regards to getting better at areas that you need to get better is it something that you really want to get better at because i think that's the main number one thing is that we're we're really used to just letting it you know it's on the back burner because do we really want to get better at that part um just be really honest with yourself in regards to what it is and and how you can um, focus on it and get help if you want it or if you don't If you don't want to get better at it and you don't want to, you know, put the time and the energy into it, that's something that you need to be honest with yourself about as well.
1: Yeah, I love that. So um, anybody have questions or stuff they want to talk about?
2: And it's not a bad thing. Can I just add that too?
1: (laughs) The other thing would be why your program's not growing. If your numbers are not growing, maybe it's because you're too busy. And I think you got to look at yourself and go, you know, or ask people, why do you think my program is not getting bigger? I mean, with most people, I think we could all probably give each other advice. You know, it's just that you don't always wanna hear it, right? You know, Sandy's on here. I don't know if she's listening, but one thing with Sandy and I, when we first started way back when, is we were real with each other. We'd get done doing, we did everything together, and we'd get done. And I just thought this is the way everybody was, but we'd get done with uh, teaching a thing, and I'd go, well, what did you think I could have done better? And she'd be like, well, This part was a little whatever, whatever. And she would do the same for me. She'd go, when I led that class, is there anything I could have improved on? If she wouldn't have asked me, I probably wouldn't have told her. But the fact that she would go, what do you think I need to improve on? It gave me that open door to be able to say it to her. So maybe ask your rep, what do I need to improve on? And then be willing to hear it. You know, we we have staff training tomorrow. And that's one of the things we talk about is film yourself and even listen to yourself. Has anybody watched any of their Zooms? I wanted to die. Like that one I sent you, I'm like, oh my God, they're all probably laughing. This could go viral. I'm wearing a princess hat and go, you know, but yeah. um, thinking about the speed that you go. When I was organized, I had my playlist in order. You get through double the stuff. When you are organized with your little kids, it doesn't stop. So I think that's the kind of stuff. I I'm glad to hear that question. Cause I want to raise our standards up here. I don't want to just coast. I don't want to just get by. I want people to be impressed that we over deliver and we're stronger. When we come out of this COVID crap, I just want to be very united and kind of have a new Surge of energy to try to go on and make our classes better. You know, it. I think we can be better because we've all learned so much just going through this. So, yeah.
2: What other? I was just talking to Madeline about back in the day when we started this. We didn't have close classes, and so probably my first four or five years down here in Austin. Any parents could come in and just sit and watch the entire class. And it held me accountable. And I feel like that's why I got to be such a good teacher is because I was always watched and always critiqued. And, And maybe that's something that you can think about is, you know, if parents were in here right now, how would I be acting? Or have a couple come in and sit in on the class every once in a while. It does change how you act. And you do. You all of a sudden are on... You're, you're on
1: the ball. Yeah. It's kind of like if you have a a window in your studio, some of you guys do. And when you know, people are watching you, it, it does hold you to task a little more. It shouldn't, but it does. And when you know, you're being videotaped and sending it out, it certainly does, you know, hold you to task. So that was a good comment. The the other thing you guys can do is learn stuff, (laughs) Get get your skills Take them to the next level, watch digital dance, especially you guys that maybe don't have as much jazz training and stuff, use that time. Learn your ballet bar, learn, learn stuff you could do. It's, there's so much on there. You could spend days and days and days in the library and on digital dance and um, really get get better so that it's in there and you have it, you know? So I think everybody has to focus on what you can control. Like, you can control how much you learn, you can control your routines, you can control your thoughts, you know, so work on getting ahead on what you can get ahead on. So communicating to your parents is another thing to try to get more people. The other thing I was going to say is when we finally get back together, we got to do one heck of a, like, woo-woo, like, almost like a... Open the doors and it's going to be the grand opening of the world. You know, you want to make it so exciting when those kids come back. I want to have a red carpet and, you know, have some people dressed up in characters out there and, you know, greet those kids. A celebration. just yeah. That's the word I was looking for, just a celebration. Like, make it a big deal when we finally get together so that it, you know, you almost want to see kids crying and like, this is what I've been waiting for. So the other thing I was going to say that somebody is doing, it, I can't think who, so if it's you, you can brag about it, but for football this year, they're going to have more of their costumes from last year, just so the parents, I've only gotten to wear it one time or two, you know, let them wear it at the football game. Or if you do a parade, let them wear the costume. Get out there and perform a little more with last year's costume before this one's in. And you could have everybody in all different costumes on a football field. It would be great or a Halloween show. So think of ways to over deliver, to just make up to our parents what they feel like they've missed. And you guys, when you think that we have 26,000 parents, the feedback has been phenomenal. I have had so many nice emails and just like everybody, what do we tend to focus on? those one or two that are bad, and I haven't gotten some from any programs that are bad. Today, I got two questions on costumes, and when I sent them my podcast, they wrote back and thanked me. They first wrote and complained, and after they listened to the podcast, they go, I understand. I didn't get it. It wasn't so easy. Thank you, we realize you're having, you know, so I think communication is huge, I think that that comes with experience and confidence. I think the first time that you get hit by parents, it's very hard to take it because you take it personally. So it's kind of like we were saying, quit taking it personal, Q-tip.
0: So is there anything anybody has learned or doing from the last seven weeks that you're like going, ah, I need to start doing that when I'm back in normal situation. I'm just curious. I'm not saying I have, I'm just, I'll say it's it's a weird situation. What is there something you're like, Oh my gosh,
1: the better playlists. I will say that more prepared playlists. And I've always been pretty good, but I really did these where I just could turn it on go from the beginning to end from preschool with my classes. Loved it.
3: In moving, because um, I said this earlier, but I teach special ed. So I've had to move everything online for that. And um, I'm just learning to just do as much as do, get it all uploaded, get it online, get it scheduled, and go as far and as in advance as I can because during the day, um, I'm just answering emails all day long. And so the other thing kind of to piggyback off of that um, is that I'm only opening <laughs> emails now at certain times because I found myself like in this vicious cycle of spending all day answering emails and getting nothing else accomplished. So more so scheduling my time, including the dance stuff. So like Facebook. dance being, I don't know why, for whatever reason, I felt like I had to be so over prepared for it um, and have extras available because I felt like I was never going to fill the time. But when I was more, when I had all those extras, I felt like I never got to get to them. So
1: I don't know. My other thing I feel, thank you, Karen. My other thing I feel like I learned is we'll never have a snow day again. So that's awesome. Cause you can make them up and now we know, and maybe we could have those links ready ahead of time. My other thing is that I think we probably all learned is you don't want to look back and regret when something is boom, cut off. You wish you were more organized. You wish you maybe were a little ahead on things and hey, I wish I would have done a couple extra practices as a buffer, you know, so I, and point them out to parents because that's something they don't always see, like your extra finale practices or your extra football practices. And, you know, just having some of those in the books, I think is something I learned that you just can't take it for granted and have some of that stuff made up. Um, I know do you I, think, I do you think we my- could really do snow days?
0: zoom from now on like if there's a snow day instead of canceling just do it virtually
1: that would be awesome but I think you I still knowing my personality would probably want to maybe make it up it kind of depends on the situation but you know for sure for some of the ones you could preschool and you know obviously if you have a all these formations it's not going to work but I don't know you maybe could so
2: I I think if you're a, a director that over delivers I think when it comes to a, a Zoom class, I think they're going to accept it. Um, especially if you are, again, very prepared and you give them a lot in that class and it's not happening every single week. I think if it's, you know, a couple a year, I think they're they're gonna be okay with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm really excited about is um, because we're in the middle of nowhere and I have instructors who drive quite a long ways, I'm super excited that like, if
1: if the roads are bad and you know we can hold class but maybe one instructor can't get there, um, I'm you know I have plans to do you know hook a project hook a projector up to my phone or whatever and then she could run that class
2: mm-hmm.
1: through Zoom. So like let's say you know like hip hop instructor is able to make it and their kick instructor is able to make it but they could have lyrical on Zoom that night. So that's one thing for those of you who are more rural that I'm really excited about. I'm also excited, uh, Michelle, that you can do it with your staff. Like, you need to do a quick staff meeting rather oh, yeah. than everybody having to drive to wherever it is. Oh, no. We're, we're. I think there's 80 miles between Robin and I. Oh, but we weren't doing it before. Even like in Brainerd, like we have, what, 10 staff? You know, we weren't, we would always drive and see each other and it was always kind of a pain. But if we would have done it like, okay, we're doing it at 7 a.m. on this Wednesday I think everybody would have been, it'd be easier to get everyone together. So our plan is going to be to have more frequent meetings that are shorter and easier for everyone. You know, you just do it. So I love it. I love that part about that. I love what we've learned about zoom. We're doing an Outback Bowl parent meeting. I already have 55 parents signed up for it from all over, you know, and that's kind of cool. It's, it's that connection. So you also could do some things like that with your parents. Um, I think that's a neat thought. Like, I know sometimes you have like tryouts and you have to explain it to your parents. It would be really easy to do it on Zoom so you could answer questions and you could see their faces if they were pissed at you or if they weren't, or, you know. So I think that's a neat way to look at it too.
2: You could do a Zoom for new people, how to register or how to, you know.
1: Yeah. Everyone, that's a really great idea, Marty. Like, okay, so you have um, 50 new kids this year in your program. Say on this night at 7 o'clock, I'm just going to go through everything. Expect a calendar. Here's what you do. Here's what you wear to class. It's that personal touch, but you're only having to do it with one time instead of 50 times on the phone. You know, you could just send them that link. I like that idea.
3: The other really positive thing that I've had is just how much the parents have realized how much more than just going to dance class it is with the Zoom like I had my last class with my oldest girls and two of them were crying at the end. And you know, at the typical end of our season, they would never cry. Like it it would be like, okay, see you soon. You know, and so many of them have said like, this is the only thing that has stayed. Like I've, that's continued on. So that's been really cool. And I think it'll be really great for the long term of the program
1: it's so true i think they they realize the value and and it's brought everyone closer parents
3: something i've been really focusing on because i am a first year director um during this time is focusing on relationships not just me and the dancers but between the dancers as well because they aren't getting to go to school so they need that interaction still
0: um i was gonna for what i was gonna do this is holly and Albert Lee, um, uh, what would have been our show day, which is May 17th, we are doing a reverse parade. So I have all my staff and then a few parents. We're gonna be lined up. Um, I have a facility at a strip mall. So we're gonna be lined up kind of around the road and around the parking lot. And we're mm-hmm. making big signs to like wear that say we miss you and, and hand them balloons. And if they wanted, um, what we would have had an award ceremony like best toe touches and things like that for our older girls. So handing them a packet and having them alphabetized. In my head it sounds really good and I hope I can puzzle piece it all together but I sent out the email today to tell parents and it's just been really positive and kind of the same thing that another director said that it's it feels like we're not giving up on them that you know we don't know when we can perform but you can see the studio and see your teacher and wave at us and I'm excited.
1: So you're wearing gloves and all that?
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Oh. I was gonna try to read this thing. So I listened to this guy today and he said it was about being strong through all this. And he said, Robert Frost wrote a quote that said, The bit the best way out is always through by going through the problem. Think it through. We think of turning around rather than going through the problem. We sometimes think about, where's the exit sign? I wanna get around it. How do I get out of here? I know I felt that way for a while. And we don't think about the big picture. We think momentarily. We look for convenience and we look for another way out. What we folk, but remember what we focus on determines what we will become. So focus on finishing focus on getting all the way through the moment we start focusing on finishing the best. It's the best way to overcome what we're going through. Put your head down, suck it up and go straight to the end. And by the way, straight to the end is the quickest way to go through. It's the quickest way is to go through the problem. I thought that was so awesome. I really, really did. So I hope this has been helpful tonight.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Anything But Routine podcast. Be sure to subscribe. And if you enjoyed this podcast, give us a five-star rating. For more Anything But Routine content, go to justforkicks.com slash anythingbutroutine.